Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best cut out cookie shape. Ho, ho, ho. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Uh, okay, so you did the part where you start the show now with our new line that we begin with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to We Got This with Mark and Hal, the show that settles the debates that nobody else will touch. And then I start and I do like some sort of greeting and we say hello to each other for a minute. How are you? You good? I'm fine. Are you okay? Yeah, everything's great. I'm really great. And then we talk about something randomly off on a tangent. Like you were just talking about football. Did you want to talk a little more about football? Oh, yeah. I don't think Tom Brady has a place in the modern NFL. Right on. But we're not here to talk about Tom Brady. Mm-mm. We're here to talk about. See, I'm sorry, Hal. This doesn't feel like it's working. I don't mm. want to do a cookie cutter episode. I'm retiring. <laughs> you just dog walked me through a fun. <laughs> and I, I uh, went through, I went, I did, went there. You're a good improviser and you went with me. I didn't know. I, I was curious to see where I was like, I wonder where he's headed with this. All right. I'll go with it. Oh, so stupid. I don't want to do it. No, did you know episode? There is a, I, I don't know if it's a, I think it's a lifetime movie. That is a formulaic, it is, you know, someone goes back to their hometown. Mm. They were a baker in the big city. They go back to their hometown and they fall in love with the boy in their hometown and decide to stay over the holidays as all of those or many of those movies do. No offense to those movies that we both love, but it is actually called A Cookie Cutter Christmas. And I thought that was just wonderful. I love that. Uh, you know who else loves cookie cutters enough that they want us to do a cookie cutter episode? Who's that? It's Erica Fawcett. Erica Fawcett, thank you for suggesting this. This is the part of the show where we say who suggested the topic. Okay, I'll stop doing that. You're really rolling with it. I really am. I want to keep going forever. Is there anything better around the holidays? And I'm new to this. These are all relatively new traditions. I grew up Orthodox Jewish. (laughs) You did not grow up Orthodox. I didn't, but I grew up Jewish. You don't know the difference, as far as you know. Sure, I do. Could have been wearing a lot of wool. No, I grew up Jewish, so we didn't really celebrate Christmas. You know, we go to some Christmas. You guys have definitely have a December sweet treats yes. tradition. We love the holidays, and I grew up loving Christmas. And my mm-hmm. parents certainly accommodated me. Now, I wouldn't even I, when I say to a point, I don't mm-hmm. mean like they were like that's enough. I just mean they accommodated it to the extent that I that I was interested. But now, right. I am married to a woman who grew up celebrating Christmas. And one of the things that we've enjoyed, both when we visit her family and the last couple of years when we've been here for the holidays, is making sugar cookies Mm -hmm. using our cookie cutters. We have a big collection of them. We have like Mm -hmm. two or three different sets that we'll use and making the royal icing and using the food dye and really decorating them and then eating them later on because they're delicious. Yeah. I love making these shapes. I even consulted with Jennifer beforehand. Oh, yeah. Not for her to tell me the answer, but I was curious what she thought. Yeah. And we actually agreed on what we both feel is the best shape. That doesn't mean I'm set in stone on it, but I certainly can talk to what I like about that particular Mm -hmm. shape. I just love this as a topping and I love talking about it. I think this is a lot of fun. What is your favorite step in that cookie making process? Are you, uh, 
I like making the dough and licking the bowl. Are you a, I like the decorating part. Are you a more fan of the early steps or the later steps? My two favorite steps Mm -hmm. are number one, cutting out the shapes, like figuring out from the rolled dough that you have in front of you, like how close the Tetris of it all. Yes. I love the Tetris of it. Yeah. And then the other part I love is when they come out of the oven and they, you can barely wait for them to even cool at all before you start putting the royal icing on. Cause that oh, is yeah. so much fun and it's part cooking and part a craft project. And I love doing both of those things. And then a lot of eating. Yo, sure. That's the unquestioned best part is the mm-hmm. eating of them. I love that you don't mention the decorating part of the icing. You just like the putting the royal icing part you're like the you're it's the liquid white on the bob ross painting of these individual cookies it's no because we use food color we always have like five or six different bowls oh so you do colors i guess i'm thinking royal icing incorrectly Mm -mm. royal icing is royal icing is essentially what you're frosting the cookie with taking confectioner's sugar or 10x Mm -hmm. powdered sugar and adding water adding water or milk Mm mm-hmm and then, th- then that becomes your icing. That's royal icing. That's how you make royal icing. It's the same icing you would use to write on a cake or a cookie. You know what, Hal? Hmm. You just answered a really big question for me. Oh. Yeah. The question that you answered for me is, why do my cookies always get super messy in transit if I'm going to a party? And I think it's because I'm not doing i thought of royal i think of royal icing i just think of like a cinnabon the glaze over the top of a cinnabon mm-hmm. as royal icing mm-hmm. i will straight up put frosting on cookies oh you'll get like an out of the can frosting yeah like an out of the can frosting which does not lend itself well toward travel oh mark listen we have yeah. multiple bowls going so we'll have like green red blue white maybe, maybe of royal icers of royal icing yeah. then we'll have additional ones that is a red, but we've added some peppermint extract to it. Ooh. I like and then that. another what one that we've added. What do you do the peppermint extract icing on? It goes in red. So that way you oh. know, oh, if it's red, it's, it's by color. That's the way we'll do it. And then we'll do another one and we'll put a little almond extract in there. Yeah. So it just And then the green, green you put a little pine salt in there? Yeah, just a well, it's mostly pine salt, like two caps. Right on. And then you mix it in there. And Mm -hmm. part of the reason why it's liquid is probably they're too hot when you're putting the frosting on them. So Mm -hmm. the frosting is essentially melting. Yeah. You have to let the cookies. You and Well, no, I'm not saying they're getting melty. I'm not saying they're getting messy at my home. I will wait for them to get fully cool before I'll add the frosting. It's when I do the layer of cookies, layer of wax paper, layer of cookies, layer of wax paper in transit that the box looks like a Jackson Pollock by the time I'm getting wherever I'm going. Yes. Should not be an argument about my driving and is more an argument about the fact that I'm using frosting instead of icing cookies. Yeah, there's natural movement that a box of cookies will have. But I royal icing is way better doing using that particular recipe. And I'm sure everybody has their Mm -hmm. own way that they do it. What's great about that is that it hardens and forms like a little shell around it. Yeah, that's the thing. That's what I want. And it transports great. And it's great with stacks of wax. We we store the exact same way you're talking Mm -hmm. about. Not a problem. Let me ask you this. When Mm -hmm. you make your cutout cookie shape cookies. Yes. Do you do a base layer of a color and then add other colors on top? Do you do the details in the royal icing colors? Do you do little buttons, little candy pieces and uh, sprinkles and all that kind of stuff? What's your go-to? By and large, we'll do one. I haven't gotten into the different colors on the same thing, like doing a candy cane in stripes. That's mm-hmm. just a little too – It like I would want brushes for that. Yeah. 
and for what we have. It's or if you're Bob Ross, we do have some brushes. We do have like some basting brushes we use, or like a knife or whatever. Yeah, like a little trowel. Yeah, a little one of those, or an airbrush, yeah, an, air an airbrush, Hal. Ooh, I would airbrush a cookie, but that royalizing airbrush. Too gunky. That's too gunky for you're too me. gunky. Don't yuck my yum. I, I want to airbrush gunky. a cookie. Gunky Brewster over here. <laughs> gunky, oh gunky. <laughs> <laughs> he adopted this child and then had her sleeping in a wheelbarrow. How did Child Protective Services not? And he used. He painted over the window or allowed her to so she didn't know if it was night or day. Man, he was just being accommodating to this kid. This kid comes into his life. <laughs> She's this ray of sunshine who's not had it great. Let her sleep in a wheelbarrow if she wants to. I'm guaranteeing you it wasn't his idea to sleep in the wheelbarrow. She wasn't like, I want to sleep in a bed. And he was like, no, Punky, you're sleeping in a wheelbarrow. You'll have a wheelbarrow. Now go drink rainwater out of this gutter, you hobo. <laughs> oh, Every I at least put some time I turn around, <laughs> two caps only. Fine. Okay. Put the pine salt in your cookies. I find with my cookies, the mm. first half are decorated very beautifully, and the <laughs> second half are just like I've started using icing or frosting or whatever. If I'm at my mom's place, I'm using icing because she knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. But there at that point, I'm just drawing on them. Like I'm using the icing like it's a pen and the cookie itself becomes the blank canvas. It's surprisingly simple to make icing. I'll tell you, you I don't remember exactly the amount you start with, but you put however much in that you of mm-hmm. the, of you put the sugar in the mixing bowl, then you add milk a little bit at a time and stir it in until you have the consistency you want. That's how you, you, you can always add moisture. You can't take moisture away. You know, just what? the same as seasoning. I things. got that tattoo. <laughs> oh, is that what that says? Yeah. But it says it in elvish. Yeah. And it makes a whole ring around my body. It's amazing. And that's the real ring of power. That's right. Here's your ring of power. All right. Let's dive into some of these great cookie shapes. And I'm glad that you mentioned at the top of the episode, the holidays, because I think there's some classic, very specific holiday cookie cutout shapes that I think are the real contenders. Mm -hmm. I think there are five, maybe six big shapes that are the contenders. The dreidel and menorah that are part of the set that we have. You know what? That's on me. There are eight contenders. They're not contenders. That said, I will say this, dude, a Nora cookie sounds perfect because it's it's eight little. little, Oh, wait. Now, are they not all separated out? No, it looks like a, a, like a beach, like a a shovel you get to give a kid at the beach, but somebody cut grooves in it. Okay. Everything about that set, which is adorable and I love it. Yeah. Is like, also, it's Hanukkah. Hey, little Jewish huh? boy, don't you want some cookies? Don't you want your own cookie shapes that you like? You listen, Hal, I'll tell you this. You like a big cookie. I've seen some of the bigger cookies that you've made. We've talked yeah. about this on the show before. Yeah, if yeah, yeah. you had a menorah cutout uh-huh. that was the size of one of your regular cookies, you yeah. could actually separate it out to where it was like eight I guess nine with the middle one. Uh, Well, I'm thinking that's very funny. I think it would be like little crispy sticks, little crispy cookie sticks, all in one big cookie menorah. Yeah, and then you get one tiny. You would get one tiny little bit of doughy in the middle. Look, this is not a a, an indictment on the way things are during the holidays. 
Mm-hmm. I think there is a feeling from people who are not like Hanukkah has been elevated simply because of the time of year it happens. I'm sure I've talked about this before, but you have, strap yeah. in, it's going to happen again. Well, here we go. It's because it's not that big a holiday. There is this feeling of like, well, we'll put some Hanukkah songs in the holiday program. Mm-hmm. So there's representation, which is very nice. That's a good. We should be thinking in terms of representation for everybody. Absolutely. But then on the cookie side, it's like, here, you want a little, men- it's, it's a menorah and a dreidel mm-hmm. and a star of David. Yeah. I think those are the three that are in the cookie cutter set. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, this is, and we make, we make everything. But then the, the Christmas ones, the ones that are probably the six we're going to talk about mm-hmm. are like nice, big, you know, they're like the bigger cookies, which are, I think, a lot more fun. Like we make everything and enjoy all of it, but I like yeah. those traditional shapes. It feels like that feels like I'm dropped into the middle of a Hallmark or Lifetime holiday movie. You know what? Then let's do this. I'm glad that you mentioned them being the traditional shapes, too, mm-hmm. because we'll talk about the big six when we come back from a break. But before we go to a break, mm-hmm. I would love to talk about some of my favorites, which are novelty Christmas cookies. And these aren't really Christmas cookies. These are just novelty cookie shapes. I'm talking about the Harry Potter sorting hat that I have. I'm talking about the leg lamp from A Christmas Story. My Mm -hmm. favorites are some that my mom and I make now every year, which are ninja bread men. They are gingerbread men, gingerbread men who are fighting one another. And... They're so fun, and my mom makes them every year, and every time we take them over to uh, her friend Candy's house, and Candy's like, oh my goodness, I love these, and she loves the Ninja Bread men (laughs) whooping each other, and we will put them on the tray in pairs as if they are fighting one another. I love Mm -hmm. them. They're so fun. Do you have any of the novelty cookie cutters? I did have Star Wars cookie cutters for a little while. I don't remember using them. I'm looking now. I almost bought some while we were talking. Just to go like, I don't have any of those. <laughs> I did have pancake molds that were, that were Star Wars. Oh, that's smart. But I think a lot of what I have, I think we have a set of cookie cutters that Jennifer has from when she was younger that, that were given to us. Mm-hmm. And then two sets that we've bought and they're mostly traditional. Like I'm not as, I think because it wasn't my holiday growing up, I'm very like into. I like those main shapes. I wouldn't turn yeah. down a Yoda. I wouldn't turn down a sorting sure. hat. Or any of those things. Like I'm a cookie is a cookie. It's just a yeah. different shape. I'm, I totally get that. Well, I think the more shortbread like the cookie is, the better the chances of success with a novelty cookie shape are going to be. I think one yeah. of the beauties of these big six cookie shapes are they're specific, but they're not overly specific that when the cookie spreads, you can't tell what it is. You know what I mean? Like, here is Harry Potter. Here is the car that got stuck in the tree. And mm-hmm. then the cookie start, the sugar cookie starts to spread. And you're like, oh, it now just looks kind of like egg whites. If you're rolling out your dough properly, mm-hmm. then you're going to have a slightly thicker cookie. So it's not going to spread. It shouldn't spread in that way where it becomes indistinguishable. With a sugar cookie. Even smaller space. Yeah, it should be like a sugar cookie. Yeah. And then... It's basic sugar cookie dough, and then you get additional flavor out of how you decorate it. Mm. That's my opinion. I love the idea of the red. I can't stop thinking about the red being the peppermint, making the candy cane, and then it actually has a little bit of mint flavor to it. I think that's really smart. It's really, uh, yeah, I'm happy to share Christmas cookie tips, but like, we're, oh, we you get, can take the word tips off of that. 
<laughs> just share the Christmas cookies. That's fair. I, I just want the, the Hal cookies. Lublin Christmas cookies. Fair enough. Hal and Jen. I mean, no disrespect. I live close enough to you now that you can come get some. I know. That's dangerous. <laughs> that's dangerous. You become you know Wilson what? and start peeking over our fence and say, hey, hey, neighbor. Yeah. You know what else I love uh, cookie-wise at Christmas? Mm. I'm just thinking of cookies that are in shapes that are not homemade-shaped cookies. I love me a Walgreens Royal Dansk blue box of butter cookies. <laughs> yeah, but those shapes are – that's a separate – That's an extruded shape. Is, yeah. That is like we're at grandma's house. Let's see oh, what, yeah. what we're going to eat. Yeah. That, we can talk about that another – that's its own topic, I oh, think. Oh, yeah. Which one of those – and which tin do you reach for? Do you reach for the current tin that you know is going to have Royal Dance cookies in it? Or do you reach for the one that looks slightly older that's probably from last year? You have no idea what's in there. What kind of cookie? It could sewing be stuff. popcorn. It could be sewing stuff. Probably sewing stuff in there. <sighs> All right. Well, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, let's talk about the big six Christmas cookie shapes. How's that sound? Sounds good to me. Let's do it. All right. You know, it's thanks to the support of the people of the world, specifically those of you who have Max Fund memberships, that our show comes to you each week. So we're going to take a quick break, and you're going to be able to hear about some of the other great shows on the Maximum Fund Network. We'll be right back. You're listening to We Got This with Mark and Hal. I'm Jordan Cruciola, the host of Feeling Scene, where we talk about the movie characters that make us feel seen. And I'm the show's producer, Marissa. Jordan, you've interviewed so many directors, actors, writers, film critics, and I like to play this little game where I take a sip of coffee every time someone says, that's such a great question. That's such a fabulous question. Or they tell you how smart you are. I think that you are rather brilliant. And of course, the big one is... When, when they, they cry, cry unexpectedly. unexpectedly, yes, yes. Jordan, I don't want to cry on your podcast. I wasn't expecting to <laughs> cry. I mean, it makes me kind of want to cry. <sighs> Feeling Seen comes out every Thursday on MaximumFun.org. Listen already. What are you waiting for? Jordan, that's such a great question. <laughs> Hal Lublin here with breaking news on a revolutionary form of entertainment, professional wrestling. For more, we go to our correspondent, Danielle Radford. Professional wrestling is the craze that's sweeping the nation, featuring fisticuffs and colorful costumes. But who can help us make sense of this world of body slams? Lindsay Kelk has the answer. Sources tell us of an amazing podcast called Tights and Fights, filled with discussions of the absurdity of professional wrestling, plus all the sincerity and hilarity that you could shake a stick at. Listen to the Tights and Fights podcast every week. Find it on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. And your old-timey radio. And we're back. Do you think everybody's guessed what the big six shapes are? Somebody mute Ken. <laughs> Why is he? Who let him in here? Yeah. He, he's just going to have to bleep himself out. I'm so excited for people to hear that bleep and just imagine. <laughs> They'll know. They'll know. know exactly what he said. Can I guess what the shapes are? Yeah, yes. And these, and, and we as can, a, we can debate fight. what these are after the fact, uh, okay. after we've dropped philosophically. Philosophically. All right. One is a Christmas tree. Correct. One is a star, a five pointed star, I guess. It'd be a five pointed star, like the North Star representing the North Star, a star of some sort. You know sort. what? No, not on this list, but I'm going to make a seventh. I'll say there are okay. seven because it's surprising okay. that that one's not on. A candy cane. Candy cane is here. A bell. A bell is not on the list, but I can is put not, the bell on the list. Is that not part of it? The bell's not on this list. No. Is one of them a snowman? And one of them is a snowman. 
is one of them an angel? I don't have an angel on this particular. I'll just keep adding things. We're going to get up to 50. Yeah, we're going to get up to like 10, 12. There's one huge one, or there's a couple of huge ones, actually, that we're missing. The manger. Holy crap. Can I just tell you? Santa's boot. The stocking is one. Um, boot or stocking. The stocking. The shape of the stocking. Stocking. Stocking for 300. I'll take stocking for 300, Mark. Stocking is not on this on this list. What? Though what? I have one. It's a stocking. It's in the it's in the thing. It's a stocking. Let me ask you I this. I was brought up my bags of molds. Let me ask. Let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Okay. Is a thick candy cane flipped over the same cookie cutter as a stocking? No, candy cane because and of the fur because of the fur trim at the top of the stocking. There's a fur trim at the top, and it looks okay. like a club as opposed to the hook that is a candy cane. That's one of them. Obviously, is a candy cane. Right. Yeah. Uh, candy cane is obvious. That's why I was have asking. The boot, huh? No, I don't have the boot on here. What else do you have? I have the snowman. Snowman. One that I do not think should be on here. So we're going to take one off of this list, oh which is the Santa Claus head. Cause you can never tell what the Santa Claus head is. It's yeah. one of those what you're like, it's a nebulous enough shape that you only know it's a Santa Claus head if it is with the rest of the cookie shapes. Yeah. It's an ice cream cone. Yeah. The gingerbread man. Oh, yeah. Gingerbread man, sure. The man shape. And also the snowflake, which is like the star, but it is a six-pointed snowflake shape. I Yeah. See, I think of that as a star. Okay. So there's Santa. No, Wait. No, it looks like a rabbi. Let me see that. That's, <laughs> you have a picture uh, here. I see the gingerbread man. Oh, yeah. that's a snowman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're missing the stocking. For I'm sure. Missing, the I'm missing the stocking, the star, and the bell. I think the star and the snowflake are somewhat interchangeable. Ours may be – no, ours is a star, but I can see the snowflake is very similar, five-pointed. It's, it's six-pointed versus five-pointed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And less star of David on the six-point and more, you know, hub and spoke. I think the one the one that we have is a five-point star. Yeah. Because it's like the star that you would put on top of a Christmas tree. Yeah. Uh, Ken also added ornaments to the list. I was going to ask yeah, about this. just the ball. That's just – yeah, that's just round with an extra little tail. I know this is an audio podcast, but as your camera slowly goes out of focus, you'll look like you're at a Barbara Walters special. <laughs> I didn't even realize it was going out of focus because I was looking at you. So I'm now not it's even seeing myself. Now it's back. Now it's back. Well, well good. Look, you were starting to look like Barbara Walters. I can Walters. stop crying then. <laughs> Never stop crying. Always be vulnerable. ABV. ABV. Always be vulnerable. I like that. Yeah. And first prize of vulnerability? Set of steak knives. knives. It's not a, it's, it wasn't a, no, uh, that was second prize. Was it was a car. Yeah, it was a it car. Was Cadillac, wasn't it? Yeah. Third prize is you're fired. So be vulnerable people. <laughs> um, let's go with the ones that you added first. Let's talk a little bit about the pros and cons of the star, the bell and the boot. To me, what makes a great cookie shape is first of all, it has to be sort of instantly recognizable as a shape. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of it more. So it's, does it present an instant eating strategy? And the star does. Yeah, you grab one does. point, sure. you eat the other points, then you grab the middle, eat the last point, and then you eat the middle. Mm-hmm. Easy. What about the candy cane? The candy cane is you candy break cane. it into two, a small piece and a big piece. No, you eat the – no. Don't you tell me how to ridiculous. eat my candy cane. I'm going to tell you how to do it. I have Clearly, I have to explain. You have explained so much on this episode. Sit under the learning belly. Oh, my I, God. <laughs> I eat the, the short part of the hook first. Uh huh. Like I don't break it. I eat it and then you eat the rest of it. 
I don't break them in half is what I'm saying. I take a bite. I understand the breaking. So you're bite, bite, bite. Oh, wise guru version of eating that particular cookie is correct. Take this bite. Yeah. Then finish the cookie. Always have a plan. I'm always, I'm like Jason Bourne when I see the cookie. I see all, right, all the smarty. exit points and entrances. All right, Smarty. What do you do yeah. with the anthropomorphic human shape? Oh, you have two choices. One is head first, then limbs, then body. The other is leg, leg, arm, arm, head, body. Body's always last. Leg, leg, arm, arm, head, body. Yeah, you, never yeah, go, you, you never go quint from jaws and just bite the bottom half. And slowly let the rest of the cookie fall into your mouth on a table that's on a slight angle. (laughs) It's a great idea. I like it. (laughs) But I go extremities. I work either top down or bottom up. And I save the body for less. Ooh, bottom up. (laughs) Fair. Well, I sound like a sociopath if I go, I go head first. No, I, that's, yeah. that's totally. It's a small round cookie. And, yeah. and if it's a particularly good cookie that I have mm-hmm. made, I will yeah. save the masterpiece handiwork part of it for last. Yes. You know what I mean? Like sure. if I've drawn a little suit, then it's going to be torso last. If I have given them a face specific to a person that is either famous or that I know, then it's going to be the head last. Even then I tend to do torso last, but I agree you yeah. could do that. You certainly could go torso to the head. Yeah. All right, right. next shape. I'll tell you how to eat it. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Snowman. Uh, Snowman, you start at the top. You eat Mm -hmm. the head off like that. You start with the hat. Mm -hmm. First bite off the hat. Then Then you have a snowman with with a cold head. Yeah. Don't worry. He's not going to have that head much longer. Uh You eat the head. Then you eat the torso. Then you eat the belly legs ball. (laughs) That's the last part. Uh, So you work top down. Always top down. Always top top down. You said middle was last for some of these other ones. This time it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, is this time snowman. it is just it's ascending different. ball size. The treat gets bigger because you're eating bigger circles as you go. You get the hat. Yeah. The hat's gone. I ate the hat. The hat was mm-hmm. good. Now the head, a little bit bigger. Enjoyed yeah. the head. Oh, what's this? The midsection? That's even bigger. I'm going to enjoy that. Oh, what's left now? The belly and leg ball. I'm going to eat that. All right. Boom. Can I, I'm going to give you what I think one of them is. I'm going to take an easy one. This is the glass Joe of these Christmas cookies. I'm going to take the easy one and you can check my homework on this. Go ahead. I'm listening. It's the Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. Here's my thoughts on the Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. Top point first. That's right. Start with the top point of the Christmas tree. Yeah. Work my way down Mm -hmm. with the cookie lateral and just hope that my mouth is wide enough. To go from, because I know my mouth is wide enough to get the, if I'm holding the cookie horizontally, my mouth is wide enough to get just the tip in. That's one bite. Yep. That's one bite. Next bite, middle of the tree. You can do that. Third bite, bottom of the tree. Is my mouth wide enough to handle the whole bottom of the tree? That's the game. Did I do that cookie right? Yeah. You know what you can do? What can you do? It's too wide. If it's too wide. Chomp, chomp. Two chomps. Oh, oh, tree trimming. I'm having a fit in there. It's just too, it's just too wide. It's just too wide. And then you eat the trunk last. The what if you take it there. and make different types of trees? If you're like, well, this is a full-size Douglas fir. Hold on, let me. <laughs> now it's one of those tall, skinny California pine trees. Yeah, that you just go. It's like you're yeah. feeding paper into a shredder. <laughs> That's what you do. No, you know what? This time it's Quint the tree. I'm just going to put myself on that same slightly tilted table and just open my mouth and let that narrow tree slowly work its way in. Perfectly acceptable. Next yeah. cookie shape, please. Next cookie shape. What do we have left? Want to do the, the stocking? Bell. The bell? 
Bell. Bell, hold the top, the little hanger part. Pretend to ring it. Yeah, then eat the bottom, chomp, chomp, and then Mm. chomp your way up to the top and then eat it. Really? Done. Okay. I would have done, see, I would have looked looked at the bell and done it in the same technique as the tree. It would just have had smoother edges. You would think, but you do the other way. Oh, I didn't know that. See, this is why you're the pro at this. This is why. If there's a way to eat it, I've I've worked this out. We did the star. What about the snowflake? Same rules as the star? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Same idea. You hold one point and eat all the points and eat the middle. Yeah. Which of these is the most fun to eat, do you think? shape Like shape-wise, the eating process itself. Can we talk about the stocking real quick? Oh, yeah. We forgot to talk about the stocking. Hold the furry part of the stocking up at the top, the cuff. Uh-huh. Which might be coconut in a really good version of the stocking cookie. Could be. Could Trade be. For coconut. me, it's all, for me, it's all got, it's got all the same stuff. I don't do yeah. as much, you know, sure. start at the toe, the tip mm-hmm. of the toe and work your way around to the top. Oh, okay. But so you hold it by the fur and you start at yeah. the toes. You hold it and then yeah. you go chomp, 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 chomp. I almost did like, so like you go toe, midfoot, ankle. And I was like, nope, that show Dahmer is on the air right now. This is too, uh, evocative (laughs) of that. So yeah, we're treading into, into bad territory. (laughs) Okay. I like that. Mm -hmm. Is there one that you think that is, uh, the most fun or the most satisfying? I do have one that is my favorite. Mm -hmm. And part of it is. Are there any shapes we missed, by the way? Any major shapes that you had on your list? No, I, I don't want to leave anything. I off. think we got all the big guns. Okay. You, it was the five that we'd said before. Santa, we eliminated two nebulous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, we, and then we added the bell, the star, and the boot. Yeah. We're stocking. So my favorite of these shapes mm-hmm. that I also think is the best, but I'm totally open to other ideas. Favorite of these shapes to eat, like the physical act of eating is where I'm Favorite right to now. eat, but it also happens to be, to me, the most iconic of the season, and that is the tree. Yeah. The tree is great because you can hold the trunk, like mm-hmm. it comes with a handle, mm-hmm. and it's fun to sort of eat your way down the tree, eating the Christmas tree, eating around the Christmas tree, just like the song. Yeah, at the Christmas party, hop. Yeah. Yeah. That Christmas party hop. Oh man, I always leave full. <laughs> I just, there's something about that shape I love. I love cutting it out. Like yeah. it's good for tetrising. It's always a sizable. It's got a lot of coastal real estate. It has a ton of coastal real estate. And the coastal real estate gets you that little bit of crispy. Like we talked about in our episode about sides, corners, or middles, you do get mm-hmm. a little bit of everything and you get a good soft middle of that. I would argue that maybe I have more fun eating wise with the snowflake or the star because mm. it's built in what to do. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to worry about what I'm doing. I don't have to feel guilty eating body parts. I go crispy bit, crispy bit, crispy bit, crispy bit, crispy bit. And if it's the snowflake, crispy bit, and then soft middle. You know what I mean? I have all those different textures. Yeah. And it has the, the advantage of the if you like to eat the point, mm-hmm. you've got multiple, you, you get it five times or yeah. six times. And then yeah. the middle is generally softer. Yeah. You get sort of best of both worlds. The tree does give that. The trunk is generally a little crispy. Yeah. The top is a little crispy. And the rest of it is like a, I don't know that meteor is the right term, mm-hmm. but it is a more substantial amount of cookie. That's what I like about it too, is generally they're, they tend to be pretty large. Yeah. So you go, oh, yeah. The Christmas tree cookie, it's, uh, it, it comes in hot. Yeah. Yeah. It takes its space on the plate. And I would say decorating wise, you have a lot of room mm-hmm. because there's real estate. 
you can decorate a lot more. If you, if you really want to get into different colors for your icing, you can make the trunk one color. Then you can do a green for the foliage. Then you can come in with little like nonpareil pieces and put like you can decorate it and put all sorts of things on it yeah. to not only enhance it flavor wise, if that's what you're into. Yeah. But, but don't also use the green because it it's got the more. pine salt in it. That's got two capfuls of pine salt. It's, it's supposed to taste like that. It's oh, pine flavored. But it's more what now? It's just more the decorating possibilities of it. It's very flexible in terms of decorating, just like yeah. an actual tree is. You can make it look however you want. And you can do that with any of these, yeah. to be honest. But it feels like that one, you're keeping true to the spirit of it mm-hmm. while being able to experiment and play a bit more. Like the sandbox, the traditional sandbox of it is a little bit bigger, I think. Yeah. Look, I am all aboard Team Tree for a couple of reasons. Mm. I think that crispiness wise, you've got the coastal real estate, you've got the soft middle, you've got that, the heft to it, Mm -hmm. all of those reasons about eating it. But you just launched into something that I would like to be our last criterion for this. And I think, if I may, Mm -hmm. I think we might be able to narrow it down to two here. Okay. Sure. Because I think that the other ones are great. They're wonderful. They're a lot of fun. You can decorate candy cane in a million different ways. You can decorate the boot. It's either Santa's boot or it's a stocking or, you know, you can all of these you can flip around and make other things out of. You can get creative with them. Right. We'll talk about that in a second. But I think as far as decorating goes, it's the gingerbread man shape and the Christmas tree shape. One of them, you can turn, you can decorate that in so many creative ways because Mm -hmm. you can make your friends, you can make famous people, you could make all of the presidents of the United States and have a President's Day cookie celebration. And with the Christmas tree, look, a family is going to have one Christmas tree, generally speaking, unless you're a fancy pants with a bunch of extra rooms in your house. But mostly it's one Christmas tree. That the family decorates together or the family unit, whether that's roommates or just you and your dog, like whatever the family unit is there. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's usually more than one person decorating that tree. For me, if I have a Christmas tree cookie that's green with a little bit of brown on the trunk on the bottom, I now have my own Christmas tree to decorate. This is true. This Christmas tree is going to look however I want this Christmas tree to look. Also, the benefit, I think, of the Christmas tree shape is you can flip the Christmas tree shape over, snip that trunk and split it a little bit so that you've got two little antlers and it makes a perfect Rudolph. I'll show you oh. here. Look at this. I'm going to show you again. The, the uh, people looking? in the world cannot see this. Imagine that shape flipped over. I can't flip it over because it'll do that, but it's because it's on my phone. But see what I mean? Yeah, I think so. The top of the tree, you just do red instead That's of the, the star nose. or the angel. Yeah. And then it goes up the triangular cheeks going up to the ears on the top of uh, Rudolph's head. And then the trunk, you just put a little split in there. And then you get those two little antlers, like the two little baby. It's not an adult reindeer. This is like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, classic cartoon. As as the second that he was born. The second that he was born. It's like, oh, his head's shaping a little bit. That'll work itself out. Yeah. Exactly. And then you, so you put the red on it, but then you immediately, nah, we're not going to have this. And he you pops out. Some, he's like, oh, uh, what yeah. happened to my head? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, no, but I, like, I want to talk about the, 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 the person. person shape. The yeah. person shape is a great shape. It's great because plenty of crispy bits. Mm-hmm. The extremities are crispy. Yeah. Sometimes the torso gets a little crispy. The head is a nice soft cookie. Mm-hmm. 
I think these are the two most iconic shapes. And sure. I might argue that shape wise, as far as like a cookie cutter shape goes, mm. my mind immediately goes to the person shape, but that's because I'm obsessed with gingerbread and make any, everything I make at the holidays now is ginger based. I can only eat like one or two gingerbread cookies and then I'm done. Yeah. I is, like it, is, it the, straight... is it the tartness of the ginger? I think so. I think it's, yeah. I, it's, it's, I, I love that it has its moment. This fall winter moment deserves yeah. its moment. Yeah. Ginger's great. A lot of health benefits to it. And it also cooks. It also is a good spicy component mm-hmm. in an otherwise sugary cookie. So I get the value of it. Yeah. It's not my personal preference. Fair. But we do have the person shape. We do have the gingerbread band shape. We just don't make gingerbread cookies mm-hmm. with it. We make just the sugar cookies. Yeah, you don't have that. You could make gingerbread yes. Christmas trees. Sure. You can make gingerbread anything. A gingerbread yeah. Christmas tree would make sense because it's already a brown trunk. Then you put yeah. the icing on it. So you, you that's a hundred percent well taken. I'd rather do a gingerbread house, which yeah. I tried to do in 2020 and it looked real bad. Really? It looked How? like, it looked like I built a house that I, and, but my architect was seven. <laughs> Well, to be fair, all gingerbread houses look like that. You have a candy cane for a mailbox and gumdrops for eaves. Yeah, but sometimes there's pride in the work that's done on it. Yeah. And this is like, well, this is supposed to stay together. And it's uh-huh. just, it did not work. You know what I hope exists? Well at all. I don't know if it exists, but I really would like for it to exist. What was that? The house from Beetlejuice as a gingerbread house, but after Otho got his hands on it. Oh, sure. With all the like the, the weird, weird shapes popping up. That's there is a Millennium exist. Falcon gingerbread house. Oh, I want or gingerbread that. ship, I guess. Yeah, it's cool. I want to make that. That's, that's a good be fun. Yeah. That's the most fun to eat. But the only way I like to eat is with a lot of the icing. That's the thing is I wind up eating like I go like this isn't working out. I'm just going to start eating pieces of it. <laughs> what a monster just coming like Amazing. my mouth turns into Godzilla's foot. I'm just destroying oh. houses. You know, it'd be so fun to make a whole bunch of gingerbread houses and then just walk through them like Godzilla eating roofs. <laughs> oh, man. That's my Godzilla impression. You're all welcome. Here's the thing that keeps coming into my head, Hal. Mm. Go ahead. I love the what keeps popping into my head about this specifically and why I keep coming back to the humanoid shaped whatever mm-hmm. cookie cutter. Yeah. I come back to that because there's a string of like, you know, you make the people where their hands are all connected. What's that called? Out of paper where you fold it and then you unfold yeah, it. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. You know what I'm talking about. I Children's don't Hospital LA. It's their logo. That yes, one of yes, yes. There is one of those at Universal Studios and every, it's all the exact same shape and every different character is represented using the same shape and nothing but color over the top of it. You've created all, you've got Shrek and Lucy and the Scooby-Doo gang and any cartoon character or anything you can imagine. Rachel Weiss from The Mummy. Exactly. I love my Rachel Vice from The Mummy. I'm a little more partial to my Oded Fair from The Mummy because A, he was the villain on season one of Blood and Treasure and B, yeah. he's got those little tattoos around his eyes, yeah. which are really fun to decorate. Also, Gil Buckman from Parenthood, <laughs> the Ron Howard movie, not the television show. <laughs> hey, did you do your Joaquin Phoenix from her gingerbread men this year? You know I did, bro. <laughs> It took me three hours to paint the mustache on. 
So I think that requires, though, artistic skill and a deft hand. Mm -hmm. Christmas cookies are about everybody being able to do it. And I keep thinking back about that. If I'm a kid and I'm handed a Christmas tree shape and told, you get to decorate this Christmas tree. This is your Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. I get real excited and I take pride in that. And regardless of like a humanoid shaped cookie, even with the best intentions could come out looking like a mess at the end. A Christmas tree is always going to look like a Christmas tree. The shape is doing a lot for you. True. So I think you might be right. What do you think? Wow. That's, I I think you might be right. What do you think? I wonder what the answer is going to be. Well, the thought I had was that when like, no matter what it looks like at the end, it's going to taste great. Yeah. And if you have a child who enjoys the person shape mm-hmm. and wants to make that into like, it could be anything. It doesn't have to look like something that every person would want to hang in a museum. I guess but that's it could true. still be beautiful if, and as a special kid, and I wonderful. take blue and red and I'm like, that's Spider-Man. Yeah. That's yeah. Spider-Man to me, dude. Exactly. So yeah, th- good there point. is that to it. I don't want to get into the like, well, they won't make it look right. What does that mean? No, I just became, I realize now that I just became Will Ferrell from the Lego movie. <laughs> no, it has to be perfect. Give me the craggle. Yeah. But that said, I think there is something to the tree. Cause you know, the person you could turn into Batman, Wonder Woman, whoever you want in the world. And then it's not really about the holiday. It's just about the creativity, which is great. Yeah. But I think for something that evokes the holiday, it's the tree. I just think the tree is the one. It is the most iconic Mm -hmm. cookie shape in terms of like, oh, this is, this spells Christmas as opposed to like, I made this look like Omar Sharif. I don't know why. From which movie Omar Sharif? Top Secret. Ooh, (laughs) Top Secret Omar Sharif. Yeah. When he's trapped in the car, you just make a box (laughs) cookie in. That is an Academy Award winning actor that they smushed into a little fake car. And how to do a fake doggy do joke. That's right. <laughs> oh, what phony dog poo. I love that guy. So is this one settled? I think it is. I think it's it the tree. Ken, did you want to swear? Yeah. Ken! People- <laughs> That's your thing. You swear. People of the world, Enjoy your Christmas cookies. Even if you don't celebrate Christmas, make some sugar cookies and decorate them in a way that's meaningful to you and enjoy. It is a fun process. It's not terribly difficult and it's something fun you can do alone if you feel like doing it alone or with family and friends. It's a great group activity too. But when we talk about these specific cutout shapes and yeah, when we say cutout cookie shape, I guess it could be anything, but we immediately think of the holidays. We're doing this 11 days from Christmas. We are 10 days away from if Christmas If we were Eve. doing a 365-day best cutout cookie shape, it's yeah. round. <laughs> That's true. This is, this is 100% true. But this is the holidays. So get that tree shape. And remember, you're going to hold it by the trunk and mm-hmm. eat it top down. Chomp, or chomp by Rudolph's at the base, nose. And then you're going to eat that trunk. That's the way to do it. Or start with Rudolph's nose. Either way, that is the best cutout cookie shape. Asked. And answered. But I'm very excited for next week's episode, by the way. Oh, buddy. It's not the holidays that we got this if we don't have our pal Paget Brewster on the show. Oh, yeah. And she is joining us, and we're going to hurl at her just a bunch of different things about the holidays and let her determine whether it's hip or gauche. And we are each making our own list, not mm-hmm. telling the other what it is. 
just to see how she reacts to different things because that's going to love everything. I think that's the gift of Pat. I know she's going to be stuff. She doesn't like, I guarantee, <laughs> I guarantee that'll be stuff. That's going to be the thing. You're going to think she loves something. She's not going to like it. You're going to yeah. think she won't like something. She's going to love, gonna love it. It's going to be her favorite thing. Remember she loves fruitcake. That's true. Yeah. You wouldn't have called that. Actually, we probably both. We probably would have. Yeah. But I'm very excited for that. That is going to be a mere four days away. From Christmas, but for now, it is the holiday season. Whatever holiday you celebrate, or even if you celebrate none of them, we hope from all of us here that you have a wonderful season surrounded by people who you care for, who care for you in a meaningful way, doing whatever it is that brings you the most joy. Couldn't have put it better myself, so I will not try. This topic is closed, but there are many more topics to discuss. So please reach out to us on Twitter at we got this tweets or email us. At we got this podcast at gmail.com or go to the Facebook group. Share your favorite cookie cutout shapes. Maybe some that we don't even know about. Let's just talk about it. Let's have a good time together. All right. This is the time of year for that. Facebook.com slash group slash we got this podcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume for his expletive laden additions to the show. You can follow him at patreon.com slash Ken Plume to support all the other things he does when he is not dealing with these two knuckleheads. Thank you to researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks, of course, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you the people of the world, for once again, here in season two, giving us a chance to sit down and talk to each other about stuff that we find fun, stuff that we find silly, stuff that we find nostalgic, stuff that we find exciting, and stuff that we find joy in, and to find the joy in one another and in all of you. And thank you, thank you, thank you. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin, and don't worry, everybody. We got this. We got this. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.